Hey, ladies. Hello. Hi. Welcome, everybody, back to the Garden State Mamas podcast. Um, we've got a little special guest on the podcast tonight, and you might be able to hear a little Javi in the background. So if you hear those little baby noises, just know that Javi has joined us tonight. Uh, how you doing, Val? I'm good. I'm doing good. Good. Glad it's good. getting warmer, so we've been sitting outside a lot. Yes. Mm. Oh. Um, just so you guys know, we get to see little shots of Javi in the in the video because we do actually talk to each other when we uh, uh, record this podcast. Um, so we keep getting little shots of Javi and having our little awe moments because, you know, yeah. mamas. Yeah. Case, how you doing? I'm good. I'm loving that baby and I'm loving that sound. I'm loving all those baby sounds. It's making my heart like I know I'm, I mean we're done 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 but like whew, do I have baby fever right now. Oh, um I'm good. I'm good. We we survived our back to back. We did like barbecues Friday Saturday. Um I'm real happy. Everyone had fun. It was beautiful weather. We had a gorgeous Memorial Day weekend. So um, coming off of um, just yesterday, uh, my daughter finished the weekend getting her first bee sting on her foot. So that was like, oh, we had such a great weekend and wrap it up back to reality. <laughs> and there we go. But um, it's good. It's good. Um, I know this week we're, or not this week, this episode, we're going to kind of catch up on a little bit of like what we've been reading slash watching. And I did want to mention to anyone who has not watched The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Um, so the, it was like the season and ep, like it was the finale finale. Like it had five seasons and, um, it wrapped everything up the last season. It wasn't like one of those episodes where it was like everything was just like tied up in the last episode. The whole last season was amazing where they flashed back and forth in timelines. And um, I'm obsessed with the show in general, just because of the time period it's set in the like late 1950s the costumes are amazing. The song choices are amazing. Like the aesthetic of all of it is amazing. And Midge Maisel, who's the main character, um, she is played by Rachel Brosnan. Brosnan, I think is how you say her last name. Um, She's incredible. I'm obsessed with her. Um, She does such a fantastic job and then um the like supporting actress is alex bornstein borstein um she plays Susie myerson her manager and it's just it's such an incredible story um i gotta really get and, back into that because i i watched seasons oh one and God, two but then i kind of fell so off. good oh my where God, is it at it. on netflix to amazon them? it's on that? amazon prime okay yeah And I just like every single character is so unique and it's so full of life and love and um, they're so tight knit and interwoven and like kind of 
messed up in their own family, like dynamics that like, it's hard to like, not find my self in that like messed up, like family unit. Cause I'm like, Oh my God. Like, so, um, I love it. I cannot say enough about it, but it, the finale was fantastic. I loved it. The final season was amazing. I was really happy with the way they wrapped it up. Um, also I know Lisa and I talked, um, Ted Lasso. So that was, it's a big cliffhanger cause we don't know if they're going to renew for another season, but they ended it in such a way that like, Wait, was that it the could last be episode? The that was it. <gasps> the mom episode was the last episode. That was it. But, but, but we don't know if they're renewing for another season or not. Well, yeah, but yeah they, I know that, but I thought they that made there was it, more for this season. No, I think that I'm almost positive that was like it. That was the last episode. What? I could be wrong. Just, just oh, so you no, know, yes. I was crying. Yeah, we talked about that. We did. We talked about that. There was so much, and and I, I told Casey Just this season of Ted Lasso made me cry. Yeah. Like, there was a lot in this season that made me cry. I love Ted Lasso. I think everything about it from beginning to end, from the first season to this, but, like, this past episode, I just feel like is very on point as far as things going on in, today, in today's society and topics and how to deal with things but yeah it was emotional yeah i i had no idea oh no 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 there's episode 12 which is so long farewell that it plays tomorrow no the 31st wednesday oh my god okay wait because chris and i were talking there's no way they could end on the mom was that it anyway so wait and i said i was like that's it i think that's it one more episode okay good all right good 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 good, wednesday okay one more episode okay um yeah so i will say i'm glad i'm wrong i love that episode the mom episode because and me and case were talking about this how like jamie tart's mom's not his actual mom but the pride that came off of that actress for her son that's what set me i was like i can't wait until danny does something i mean there's little things that i'm so proud of him for but like you know i don't know what he's going to become when he in his future but i hope that it's something that like i'm so proud of him that like an audience could feel that pride through the tv yeah um that's what really got me i was just like oh she is so proud of her son i can't wait for that day yeah so it was a good one. It was a good episode. And I mean, everything. Coach Beard, the whole the whole thing with him. It's such a good... I know. We're not going to get spoilers. It was a lot in that episode. It was... It, it was, was really good. I mean, the whole the whole series of Ted Lasso has just been fantastic. So, anything else? Or are you reading anything? No. Yeah. I dropped off. I, like, started reading a couple things. I never got, like, super into it. And then, um, with since the reno the upstairs reno um i've just not had the time between like and then coming back everything with the reno cleaning up getting ready for the barbecue and i'm like oh my god i can't wait to get like back to my normal life yeah (laughs) i was and i even said to my therapist like last week i was like i'm kind of happy that i have to like panic clean my house because all of this stuff has had my whole life like upside down for so long 
I'm happy to like kind of have it back in order. So <laughs> it was like, it was stressful a little bit, but it's nice to like kind of be back. And now is summer starting for us. Like this is tomorrow is the first day of summer for Johnny and Charlie. So I'm like, sweet. Like we're getting back into like normal life stuff. So I can't wait to get back into reading. Yeah. So I will say I haven't, well, I have been reading. I'm, I'm back on to uh, the Anne Rice, the witching hour, the first book of the Mayfair, which is, um, that oh, finally yeah. came back into the library, so I snagged that because it's over a thousand pages long. So it's a very long book. Um, yeah. So I did manage to get that back. So I'm physically reading that. But there's one good thing about it being gardening season is that there's days that I get like four plus hours of like listening to audiobooks. So I have blown through some books in the last like couple weeks, especially since we kind awesome. of last... Well, since we stopped talking about it at the beginning of every episode. So when I joined a book club, um, Pints and Pages, if you're in South Jersey and you also like to drink beer, um, it's a uh, book club that we meet at breweries and we get to drink beer while we talk about books. So the next one that's coming up is The Curator by Owen King. So that's Stephen King's son's. I don't know if it's his. I think it might be his first book. Either way, I read that one. Meh. I'll give it. I think he's building his world, but when you've read so much of like Stephen King's world, like I, it, it was an unfair expectation of, the, well, actually I went in with no expectations, um, but it felt like he was trying to create his world and it's just too early on. Like the story almost was tough to like place because he's building this world that might be connected yeah. throughout further books but right now it's just so early on it was kind of like discombobulated a little um i read the final girl support group um that was just a quick read that i picked up at the library it was about like four girls that survived like serial killers in the 80s and how they created, oh like, a support group for each other to, like, get through it. And then, like, 20 years later, another girl survives, like, a serial killer. And so it was, like, bringing her into this final girl support oh group. Is it all the same serial killer? Like, they're all support No, no, no. Group? It was different ones. So it was, oh, like, during this, the late 70s, early 80s when that was happening a lot. Like, you were just yeah, getting, like, that was just happening a lot. So it was, like, that. Um, I, I don't think it's... It, it's not based on real life, but it was kind of interesting. Sounds interesting. Because they based it on, like, that time period where that was actually happening. Um, I've yeah. also finished Native um, Identity, Belonging, and Rediscovering God by Caitlin Curtis. And the reason I picked that up is because we did get some feedback that people weren't loving us using the mom tribe thing. Um, yeah. So I wanted to kind of focus on some, learn some more things still trying to pick that up that was probably not the best book for me the god stuff was a little too much and not down my pathway it's on my book list because you sent it yeah. to, you're like you might like this yeah it was, was like okay it was just a little too much for me I, it almost felt like going from one she grew up in this evangelical like christianity oh there's baby smiles i know <laughs> um and then like she wasn't getting fulfillment there. So then she like attached herself to the native American side. 
And like, so it kind of felt like there was a little bit of like, almost like with addicts, how they like go from one addiction to another addiction. Like it's not that, and please don't take it as like an addiction um, is the same as learning about your culture. But it, it felt almost like she wasn't getting what she wanted from one part of her, you know, culture growing up so she went and switched to the other culture type of thing um i gotcha the the religion part of it was just too too much for me so um casey you read it and tell me what you think (laughs) i know i'm actually it's on yeah it's on i have so many books on my list right now that i'm like i can't wait to just like I got to blow through some of them this summer because it's just like, it's killing me. Yeah. I, w- I went through kind of a really like slow, probably February, March. And then mm-hmm. once I really started getting out into the the garden. So that's where Homefront by Craig Allenson. Um, that's the author who RC Bray is the narrator. And he's the narrator that I will just search for books that he narrates because I love how he narrates oh. books. So I've nice. listened to it. A bunch of books recently i'm on the third book of a series that he did those are the three books that i've just blown through they're like 20 hours on audible but i can just wow like, in the garden i'm getting like five six hours a day of listening to right. these audiobooks so i'm just that's awesome flying through them so that series is like fear oh, i don't remember what the first one was but it was fear of the survivors and fear of the future is the fear of the future is the one that i'm on right now um but fear of the survivors was book two and fear of the sky might have been the first one um it's sci-fi aliens coming all that kind of stuff so and that is generally the kind of genre that he narrates in but i i'm just blowing through those books i read the heretic's daughter because i love me some which i'm i was actually looking for witch stories of like germany like german witches because that was a big thing during the witch trials but i'm i'm struggling finding books like that because when you look for like you know 15 1600s german history it's really hard to find anything that isn't world war one or world war two when it comes to german history like there's so little from before that even like historical fiction which is what i like to read like it doesn't have to be true it can have bits and pieces of like truthness but it doesn't have to be true so i was looking for some witch like witchcraft books or or german witches and that kind of stuff from the witch trial history couldn't find anything so i ended up with the heretic's daughter which was um the story of um the salem witches so and all during the witch trials in massachusetts so that was that one and then the next book after the book club the curator the next one is damned by chuck paul hinnick paul i don't know how this he actually wrote fight club so this was his next book no okay um i didn't like it until the very end and then i was like hmm um it almost came off as like the author was almost writing it like a fantasy, but the girl was like 13. And it was like, not fully sexual, but it definitely had hints to that. 
Yeah, and I was like, this is okay. really gross. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, this is gross. I feel like this author just wanted to like have a fantasy about like a young girl. Um, but mm. it does switch. I would say that if like you couldn't get past that though, like I could see people just putting it down because the first part's kind of creepy. Um, but it does get better. Um, and so I did end up finishing that and that was good. Um, the next book club that, so the curator is in June. The damned is our July book. And then the August, I think it's actually the first week of September. There is dead 11 by Jimmy Giuliano. I have no, no idea about it. having looked it up yet because I got two books ahead and now I'm like, wait, I have to actually go talk about these books. So I need to remember them <laughs> yeah so if i read the book for september in may i'm probably gonna forget about it by the time that september comes around so i've been killing it on the books but a lot of that because i listened to the curator damned Homefront, and then all three of those fear books so that's like six books that i've been listening to and just like killing it but i haven't really been watching tv so i don't really have anything on the tv side um but I did want to talk a little bit, catch everybody up on what I've been using AI for because that's, I've really started like trying it for all sorts of different things. One, I do have a small business, so I got my first one star review. Womp womp. No. Yeah. So I had AI write the response to the one star review um, because I didn't want it to be too like emotional coming from the like, yeah. business owner. So I felt like it needed to be slightly robotic. Um, so I had it write a response to my first one star review. Anybody who like visits small businesses, like, like it doesn't have to be extremes. Like it doesn't have to be five star or one star. Like if there was something that was wrong with the experience, it's totally cool, like, if you still had enjoyed your time to give a three-star. Like, there's no reason to go. Yeah. So in this case, we offer a discounted tour on Thursdays. We want everybody to have the opportunity, but if you're going to pay a discounted price, it's not going to be on peak business days. So we offer it on Thursdays. They bought that tour. It clearly states it's only valid on Thursdays. And then they wrote a one-star review saying that it was only valid on Thursdays. Oh, my God. So, but you know what? Uh, As someone that read, like, I read reviews for everywhere that I go, everything that I try, yeah. any gift that I buy, I read reviews, right? So a person that actually takes time to do that will notice when some people are just putting petty stuff on there. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not saying, oh, you know, they were rude, terrible customer. Like, there's some things that you can't excuse. Then there's other things where it's like, like, really? Yeah, I'm the same. If I read a review like that. Especially if there's, like, one lone Mm -hmm. one-star review. You're like, wait, what's up with that? Like, that's an outlier. Yeah. But, oh, yeah. So I had that. Still, though, like, as a business owner, you've got to be like, Yeah, I was just like, really? Like, that's, and I mean, we're coming up on four years. August will be four years. And I got my first one. Wow. And I was like, really? I think you should be proud of that. Yes, I'm I very think you proud should be proud. With my other, I was going to say, all my five took stars. four years. <laughs> all my other five star reviews in the last four years have been very yeah. proud of that. But that one star over Good. the day. Anyway. Um, yeah. I also used it. We had a little issue at school. I had to do with bullying. Um, 
we're at the end of the school year. I did not want it to continue until next year. I also feel like the kid was targeting my kid. Um, I don't know if he just felt like my son was like an easy, easy prey type of situation. Um, and so I was nipping that in the bud, but again, my email would have been much more emotional as the mom. Um, and I went back and forth with my husband on like, were we all, were we going to say something? How far were we going to take it? Like, what should we do? So I asked AI to write the email for me. I wrote my emotional email and I asked AI to make it more professional and, and powerful. I asked it. I actually, that's what I asked it for. I said, can you make this powerful? Um, it wrote it out. I sent it to the teacher. She immediately sent it to the principal. And next year, those two will not be in the same class together. And they will be separated for be. the rest of the school year. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm happy that it happened quickly, that there's the paper trail, that there's, but that it was taken seriously from the very first email. So, and good that, job being proactive and not yeah, letting it go yeah. further or making a mess out of yourself. You know, well, when I will say, kids, you want to snap, but it's like you can't. And I, I will right. say, I had some mom guilt because he had been complaining about the kid. And I was just like, oh, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Like, and because he just kept saying the kid kept touching him. He kept, oh, he keeps touching me. He's always touching me. And I'm thinking he's just like hands. You know how kids are. Like, you can just look mm-hmm. at them and they're like, stop touching me. You know, and you're not actually touching them. So I was like, I don't know what he's, you know, and I didn't think anything more of it because he's six. Um, it wasn't until I was at a birthday party and then again at the school during their fair that I saw what the kid does and he sucker punches him. He waits until nobody's paying attention and he punches him in the back and he pinches him in the back and he does things that in places where people wouldn't see. Yeah. Um, and then when the parents were not anywhere around, he punched him in the face and gave him a fat lip. So, <laughs> you know, so um, touching actually meant punching. I don't know why. He didn't come to me with actually what was happening, but taking care of it, it's done. Where did AI did what I needed it to do, which was make it sound powerful, not sound like a mom who was mama bearing because I was. (laughs) Um, And then I've also done things like um, I had it rewrite some of my like response my automatic responses that I do for my business. So when people are like, Oh, what places do you work with in Camden County? It's just an auto response, but I had it kind of write it in a little bit um, clearer way. You know, I did that makes it a little bit cleaner than, than what I write and how I write. I also had it help me um, put the fluff into the grant that I'm, I'm writing. So it, it added the fluff. I put all the specific details that need to be in it. And then let it add all in the fluff that I'm not good at writing. So AI has definitely been making my days a lot easier. Um, And definitely helping me out to kind of streamline some of the processes I'm doing with my business to give me more time to do other things. So that's been good. That's really it. Val, do you have anything that you've been watching since you're you're home? (laughs) So, well, I have I have a few. So I went to see the new Guardians of the Galaxy. Have you guys seen Mm-mm. one, two, or three? No, I'm so oh, excited! I've seen, though. Yeah, I've seen one and two. Okay, I've seen the so first. So first off, Star Lord is my favorite superhero. 
Okay. I want to hang out with Drax. I want to hang out with Rocket. Like, I have been binging it now because, you know, I'm not, I'm off of work. So, like, I have time to go back. We went to go see three. And then I was like, I might as well watch one and two now to just, yeah. like, freshen yeah. up my, my mind. And it's just like, I love them so much. So, there's that. Yeah. And then I've been, well, me and my daughter will always watch, like, Disney movies and stuff. Um, randomly, like the old stuff, the new stuff, whatever. And I was just thinking, who would who would I marry if I was in a Disney movie, right? Because it could be like, I don't know, Aladdin or um, Kristoff or Hans from Frozen. So I pick yeah. Flynn Rider. Why do I pick Flynn Rider? Number one, he didn't intentionally chase Rapunzel. He came across right. Rapunzel. Had no intentions of sneaking around like Aladdin did, okay? <laughs> he was genuinely running from the police and landed in her house. And then they fell yeah. in love. I'm like, he's funny. He is somewhat of a protector, kind of a conman, but I think he changed after that. So I would choose Flynn yeah. Rider or Kristoff um, because he's so supportive of Anna and Frozen. His, he hangs out with Sven. Like, he doesn't want to go out with the boys. He's he's with Sven yeah. and Olaf. Like, he's a, he's a genuine guy. So then I was wondering, yeah. you know, who would who would everybody else choose? Like, who, which princess is? If you were to marry princess, who would it be? Or, like, a, or not really prince, just the guys in there. Who, who would you guys pick? <laughs> well, we're going to also add this into the show notes. So if you're listening, or the, the show, oh, yeah. if you're listening on Spotify... Uh, we're able to add in like questions. So we'll mm-hmm. add this question in and we'll leave it as open answer. So everybody who's listening, you can go ahead and put in who you would marry in the yeah. Disney. And, and it doesn't have to be the dudes. If, if you're, if you're into the, to the ladies, you know, go let us know who, who you'd marry, but uh case, go ahead. Who would you? Oh my God. Like, and I'm, I, all of it is like, so I, I think it's funny because I'm thinking and I'm like, there's really not that many guys to choose from. But like Prince Naveen is like crossing my mind only because like I love the transformation that he makes in Prince Naveen in The Princess and the Frog. Oh my gosh, that's my least favorite one. But wait, so he's a spoiled little rich boy, but he like falls in love with Tiana because she has a dream of her own, this independent woman. And then he wants to do everything and anything to like, just help her get her dream. Like I can appreciate that supportive role. And I'm like, but wait, who really do we have to choose from? Like, Snow White Prince, not really existent. Cinderella Prince, not really existent. Yeah. Like, they're just like cute little Eric nothings, from Ariel. Right? Eric is like, I don't but know. There, I am excited to see the new one. I am like, excited I, to see that. But also watching it, I am like, Ariel, you should have listened to your damn dad. Like, you are a yes. kid and you're going up to the top now. If they steal your ass, whose fault is oh, that? Oh, God, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Oh, no, that was one of the first things. It's funny that you say that because when we first had kids and we started watching, like, you know, we're watching Little, The Little Mermaid and Chris and I are coming across, like, memes. And it was just like, you're 16 years old. Yeah. Like, you better listen to your dad. And you're, like, wanting to marry this guy. You don't even like, know him. Yes. You fell in love You don't even a, know You just saw him yes. with a fuzzy dog. Like, shut up. I know exactly. Have you guys seen the, um, the meme? Sorry, I'm I'm jumping it. Oh, um, the meme yeah. about women who love the Beast from Beauty and the Beast. What do your <gasps> what was do my your next husbands thing look is like? What does like your, captive? No, what does your husband's facial hair look like? That was the meme. <laughs> the meme was like, if you loved Beast when you were a kid. What does your so husband you have a facial husband. hair look like? And well, and with that one, I wonder because like they did hit it off, but she was also kidnapped first. His pr- yes, so, totally went to the. Um, if you watched Wreck It Ralph, um, I love steals Wreck the it internet. Ralph. Yeah, but when they do the um, the breaks the internet one, where she where um, Penelope, mm-hmm. I always call her Penelope, Penelope goes into the other princesses and they're like. Were you captured captured or enslaved? And she was like, God, no. Do you need like, and like, do you have mommy issues? And, and I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. Like all these princesses were like, had these serious, like crazies. They're like, all jacked it's up. hard because yeah, they are really jacked up. They're really, and I really think, like, Frozen, I really don't like Elsa like that. And I don't think, I get it, it's all about her. But really, Anna makes the damn movie. She fixes oh, all the problems. Elsa's like, oh, I just want to be cold and isolate myself. And Anna's fixing everything. And Elsa gets all the play. It's yeah. bullshit. 100%. Yeah, I don't like it. <laughs> 100%. 100%. I feel, I feel all of that. Thank like, you. I agree. I agree. And I do like the the Kristoff element of, you know, like the the homebody, like I'll just chill with Sven and Olaf and you know, he's very supportive of Anna yes. and He's a good guy. Um He is. He is. I'm I'm excited for like future um like as the Disney movies have progressed into like the now. It's less about, like, the princess and the prince, right? So, like, there's Moana, and there's the relationship between Maui and Moana, and this friendship that they, that they you know, bond over. Or, um, you know, like, even Nemo, finding Nemo. Nemo like, I, and finding hey, Dory. You know what? I'll, I'll take, like, a, I'll take a Woody. I'll take a Woody <laughs> any day. You want to talk about what? I'll take... Oh, from Toy Story? I know who you're talking about. Oh, yeah. That's my prince. I think Woody is my okay. prince. Or, you know. Right. We got uh, I, Honestly, like, if I were, like, okay, so Toy Story 4, any Disney freaks in here. Like, that ending with Woody and Bo Peep, I was so hella emotional. I don't think Chris I was looking it. at me like, oh, my God. I was, I mean, I get emotional about a lot of things, uh, most things, honestly. And Chris was looking at me like, oh my God, be like, she's a mess right now. <laughs> like I, and I got emotional over three when like, um, Andy goes to college yeah, and like leaves the toys. I was sobbing, 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 but four got me in like a whole other way. 
And, um, but yeah, I would probably say like right now off the top of my head, I'd be like, yeah, Woody, Woody's my man. I would double date me and flame would meet up with you and Woody. We'd probably be a great time. (laughs) Yeah. You're going to have to like, I, like I watched the Disney movies from like the nineties. So like my frame of reference is like, the 90s ones old school because old school the the newer ones that i've watched now are like cars there's nobody in that yeah um you know and just trying to think about other like we don't we don't actually watch a lot of the disney movies i don't know well i don't know i'm horrible with movies because a lot of times i fall asleep in them but yeah i'd be stuck with like aladdin which apparently val's got issues with aladdin so aladdin okay well sorry for anyone out there she's right though she's right aladdin comes off as kind of like one of those guys that they're really cute but everything they say is bullshit so it's like wow i really love to be around you but you suck because he came off as a whole thing. I'm just saying what you want to exactly. hear. And really, the person with all the game is the genie who gets no play or attention. And he's the one putting all this stuff right. in order. So, like, thank God Aladdin came back to, to let the genie loose because he'd really be a piece of trash if he didn't. But, like, but Aladdin <laughs> is cute, though. So, I feel like, yes, I would maybe, I would probably talk to him. But would I marry him? I would not. No, you're no. you're right. You're the, right. And it's but it's like, you know, it just trying to even think back to all the like Disney movies, it's like I think the only one the well, Aladdin's one of my favorite ones anyway. Like it is. the yeah, songs and one. stuff like that. So it's like that kind of keeps sticking out because then I'm trying to think of all the other like Disney movies that came out when I really watched them and it was like Aladdin and Ariel or Little Mermaid, and then Oh, you know who I love is well, and we watched it it, this is a real old one, but the the Fox, Fox. Disney Robin Hood, the mm-hmm. Robin Hood one. That's with the a Foxes, good one. Yes. And Maid Marian yes. and um, Little John. Like, I, I forgot all about love, that one. Oh, my God. It's so cute. Actually, that aged pretty well. Like, I will say if you go back and watch that, like, I was like, that's a that's a good standard Disney yeah. movie. Like, that's... Um, I, I re- we really love that one, and John that was like one of Johnny's first Disney movies that he really liked. Um, but um, also like I'm thinking about like Luca. There was a bunch of like Luca um, stuff with is it gay? Is he gay? Is he you know? Is it this? Is it that? And I was like, you know what? I'm really glad that we're kind of steering away from this whole like princess of prince there has to be thing. a love story like there has to be a love story right told me about what people were saying about luca and i was like what that didn't yeah. come across like that did not come across to me at all but i now like looking back at it i'm like they're very like okay so people would flip the f out like if it was a like a gay preteen love story but like what the fuck if it was like you know what i mean like who the f cares because look at ariel she was 16 trying to hook up with eric who was clearly well over 16 well over 
But I'm like, I, you know, like I think about it in the op in the total opposite position where I'm like, I think it's funny that people think Disney is like, they're too woke and they're too liberal. And I'm like, really? Because they could have been way more. They could have pushed it way more and they haven't. I feel like they very subtly have like just stepped into the realm of like this independence or this not needing a significant other for like validation or wholeness. Like you don't necessarily need a significant other to be like a whole story right. in and of itself. Like, or Moana, they were, oh, Moana's gay. She's gay. And I'm like, what? She's a kid trying stop. to save every, her freaking island. Like, let's stop. Don't make Thank it complicated. You. She has a mission. Yes. She needs to go find the, the heart She's of She's on a freaking mission, okay? Yeah. Yes. Just like Brave. Remember Brave? Yes. <gasps> that was a like good Brave. one. And she was just trying to save Brave. her mom. Yes. That was a cool oh, one. Oh, I love Brave. Yeah. Yes, I loved Brave. And Frozen was I the wish sisters, kid, so it's like... I wish my kids liked Brave more. You know what the problem with Brave for my kids was that there wasn't enough, like, music. Mm-hmm. I could see like, that. Like, anything, anything with, like, songs and lots of... um like musical numbers in between like tangled was awesome where there were like excuse me lots of musical numbers same with frozen obviously moana but brave i just felt like was missing the music like it wasn't that typical um like disney movie where you had like the songs incorporated into the story but I did, I, again, I cried. I cried a lot at Moa, at Brave. Um, and I loved that she was like, I am shooting for my own hand. And I, every single time we watch it, and I'm like, yes. She's awesome. You know what one, yeah, to me, her. has the best soundtrack, though? And everyone's going to say Tarzan because of Phil Collins. And I feel them on that. But also, Hercules. Every song oh in there is, yes. it's just a it is good. Like I could listen oh, to God, that yes. from beginning to end and be fine. Yeah, it's good. That's another hit with us. We do love her. Hercules is good. Tarzan's great. Tarzan's great. Um, Hercules is good. Um, you know what else too? Like this is. It's not like a. It, it is a love story, but Wally. Oh yeah. Did you guys watch I Wally? I have not watched it. No. It is. Okay. So I definitely think like, it's funny too, cause I'll talk to like my brothers about it. And my one brother is like, Wally is our future as far as like where we're going yeah. as far as like the, basically the earth is like trashed and we just like technology our way out and cruise line into space for forever for however many hundreds and hundreds of years we're just like floating around in space but wally and eva he says eva but her name's eve (laughs) um and they have this like little romantic relationship and it's like sweetest thing and i'm like am i crying over robots falling in love (laughs) yes like in the future and i am i am i'm totally falling like that's sad, but that true. was good. And um, the newer one that came out, The Strange World, 
That one has a gay character in it. Not that it's yes. like I have not. I need this. Yes. thrown in your face. It's like it's a little bit of that. Like he's got a crush. He doesn't yes. know how to talk in front of the guy. Like has one of those like moments. But that yeah. was one of those. It's about like basically like biology and how the yeah. bloodstream works and and how like things go through the bloodstream and you know what was kind of interesting about that is spoiler alert in case anybody's gonna watch it is that at the end they end up on the shell of a turtle or a tortoise mm-hmm. that's what they're well that book that native book like a lot of mm-hmm. the creation stories in native american culture are based around being on the back of a tortoise I'm sure that had to have had been to have like been. a. So when I heard yeah. that, I was like, "Wait a minute! I wonder if that was meant to be." I'm sure it was, but oh yeah, not that I read anything about it because I don't, I don't really follow too much of all that. I, I've been seeing all the hoopla in the the news lately. About well, it. same with Onward. In Onward, one of the police officers says very casually, "Me and my girlfriend and her daughter, like." she mentions that she's in a same sex relationship and she references the daughter. Like my girlfriend's daughter's got me pulling my hair out is the, is the line. And I was like, it's, it's a very quick, it's a very quick little thing. Um, but it is, it's those things where I'm just like, can we start to like normalize and not for anything. Okay. So I'm going to pull it up. Um, now that we're getting into it is coming to be pride month and now that we're on the topic of disney movies and all of this um i am going to pull up the one of the quotes that i actually put on my instagram stories because i found it okay here's the quote it's a it's a meme I went, or not a meme, someone, I just reposted a post. I went to school where teachers would routinely, quote, come out about their sexuality. They talked about their heterosexual relationships and having kids. Some even went as far as making us read books with straight characters. Despite all this, I wasn't groomed into heterosexuality. And I feel that way about, like, why... Are we so concerned about having a very explicit and obvious gay relationship in a movie, in a book, in whatever, when every single story has been about heterosexuality and heterosexual couples and none of it influenced whether I was gay or straight? Well, the crazies are going to say, well, because it's, it's natural. Like, right, right, right. You're right. not, you're not being. Yeah, that's just the natural right, you're way not of being, being right. taught it because it's the natural <sighs> way. Because these, the crazies and their faux outrage is exhausting. Like, if they could take that energy and put it, I know, and do some else, good with it. Like, I think, yeah, it's funny because they'll say like how they're how people and shows, whatever media, just the world itself or our country. I guess mm-hmm. um, it's pushing mm-hmm. like um, homosexuality and everybody has an issue, but it's like, but you're okay 
when they're just pushing just sexuality in general on our children. Like that's okay to have a half naked woman on TV in a show that's PG or like sexual references with old men and young children. That's okay. That's acceptable. But if you mention anything gay, that's it's like that was that makes no sense. That was another thing that I It's so funny because all of this I like just recently posted in my story. So another thing I reposted that someone had said was, and I found this fascinating, fascinating. States where child beauty pageants are most popular, Texas, Florida, Georgia, North Carolina, South Carolina, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Kentucky, all allow minors to get married and all proposed anti-drag show laws. And the question is, how does child sexualization and exploitation and rape, essentially, like if you're going to have a child get married to an, an underage minor, marry an adult, I'm sorry, but that's rape. Like, that's, um, Exploitation and rape not harm a child, but drag queens reading books to them does. And I was like, oh, like drop the mic moment where I was just like, yes. But like, you know what why? it is? Because they don't see anything wrong with it. They don't see anything wrong with It's the people in charge. Like they, they groom us <clears throat> growing up. Like all the perverted stuff. in Dis- They are in Disney movies. They're in a bunch of kids shows. And it's like, that's oh, yeah. always been acceptable. And that's okay because that's what the, sorry, but the straight white males are more comfortable with. You know, even oh, totally. though who knows what the hell they do behind closed doors. But totally. that's okay to... All of that's fine as long as no one's being gay. <laughs> it's like, what? That was the thing is I was just like, I am so, like, their gayness is not, bo- like, is it bothering you? Is it affecting yes. your life? I think it like, just makes I them just don't understand. I mean, I just, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know. It's it's upsetting their their balance apparently so much that I was like, I'm sorry, but like this is the natural way of things that like biologically now, like even if you want to get into the transgender argument, like there is biologically, it's been proven there's no longer just X and XY. Like there is more than sometimes it's XXY. Sometimes it's XYY. Sometimes genetically your gender is different. Like, and, and that sometimes for people is just like, because it's not like in a nice, tidy, neat little box that they've been fed for forever. They're just like, no, it goes against everything we've been taught. And I'm like, but what's funny is look at back in the day. First off, people were gay in the Bible. Okay, they were doing oh. there. Um, a lot of like, let's think of like the Romans, for forever the Romans times. You know, the women are all living oh, with yeah. their children. Do you think that they didn't like have any intimacy? They're by themselves with each other, and the men are out doing each other, fighting for war and fighting <clears> for <throat> war. Yep. You know what I mean? And then George Washington, like, he had a wig on, bro. They wore makeup. <laughs> These are regular things, and it's just now so like. because people are not afraid of doing it like people are getting more confident as they should 
and putting it oh, out yeah. there more. And it's like, if you don't, if you don't agree, that's fine. You don't, you don't have to do it yourself. You know, you don't have to yeah. necessarily support it, but you could also just shut up and mind your business. That's yeah. what I don't and get. My daughter's enjoy. art teacher is a uh, dry queen here. And I think that he's, he's freaking awesome. Like he travels all over. When you see him at school, he looks like himself, I guess. But when he's in his drag, he's got like this beautiful, big makeup. And it's cool because he's an art teacher. And I'm like, he's so artistic. Like everything he does yeah. is so cute and catchy and we support it. <laughs> well, all they're going to do is they're awesome. going to boycott Target. Which I'm fine with. You can that's be not going to last, bro. We, <sighs> no, people, moms love Target. Well, because yeah, because once their Instagram wannabe influencer lifestyle gets messed up because they can't go to Target to walk around with their carts and their coffees and everything else that they're putting on Instagram, <laughs> like you know, you got to keep up your followers, whatever. Um, <clears throat> speaking of Target. Because back to last week's episode where I was feeling like the minority in my own town for being progressive. I'm at my local Target in South Jersey. I went to go get cat food. Why in the cat food aisle? I'm still confused about the cat food aisle. But anyway, I'm in the cat food aisle and there is a sign taped to the shelf that says Target is satanic. Leave now. So first in the cat, in the cat food, food aisle. aisle. So I, I don't know if they were <laughs> oh aiming for us crazy cat ladies or what, but <laughs> like cat food aisle. Anyway, so first they're going after the crazy cat ladies. First, I ripped oh it off. <laughs> then I crumpled it up. Then I threw it away. And then, just because I saw that hateful sign, I walked myself right back to the pride section. And I looked yes. for a pride shirt for my little boy to wear. Yes. Because you know what? Uh, he's allowed uh, to wear rainbows. And he's allowed to love yes. whoever he wants to love. Because Heck yeah. I don't care. I yeah. don't care. As long as they're happy, right? And I don't care what other people do in their bedrooms. And I don't care what other people do with who they love. I don't care. Yeah, exactly. And I don't know. It's not hurting us. And the person who took the time to print out pages of their satanic letter cut them because they put at least three on a page cut it and then walked around target to tape it up and put them all up yeah can i please have some of that time and energy because i feel like i could use it way better than you are and it's crazy i also wanted also, to, i actually wanted to write on it like the bible belt is calling you please read it. they want their extremists back <laughs> Because I was like, returned to the Bible. Belt. I was like, this isn't valid here. We don't believe this stuff here. Even if I was in Georgia and I, I would be so disturbed by it still, no matter but where you're from I was. Up here I don't care. Down there. Like, I know, I know. But even, I mean, like, listen, I had plenty of friends that I feel like if they had saw that, they'd be like, what? Like, and that grew up, that grew up there. They'd be like, this is friggin' wacko. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're crazy. I mean, like, I think that there are plenty of people in those states that if they saw that sign, they would have ripped it down too. Even like. Especially oh, the satanic even, thing, because it's like, really? That was just that, yeah, like, to, that's a whole other. to the satanic thing? Like, wasn't that like popular in the 70s? 
Oh, like, but Target's been oh, very but. progressive. And remember when everybody hated Target back? What about Old Navy? Like Old Navy has Pride. Like Old Navy has Pride stuff every year. Like well, I don't I see any like hate on Target had kid sizes. Yeah, so does Old Navy. Oh. I'm surprised. I'm just surprised. Like I don't know why it's all Target. Maybe because Target's like way more popular now than. I know old. I feel like an old lady being like, "What about Old Navy?" Because like I still shop. I I still love Old Navy, but like people are like, "What's Old Navy?" I don't know. It's just more faux outrage, or this week's faux outrage for yeah. And I was Target just like, really? or the I defensive. Yeah, like oh. they have oh, their yeah. black owned, uh, like on their app. Even in Walmart, you can have all that stuff with like women owned stuff, black owned stuff. Gay pride stuff. Yeah. And that'll make everybody, yeah. all the conservatives, uncomfortable because they're not cool with any of that. That's right. They can stay out of the Even Target in Walmart, so the they have. Shorter. <laughs> Walmart has stands in the middle of the aisles now of like pride gear. And I was like, go Walmart. Like, good for you. I mean, like, listen, it's capitalism. Let's. Be I know. Honest. I was going like, to say that. But- I, you know. <laughs> It's straight make money off of what like, they can, but at least make it off of love yes. instead of hateful right. things. I mean, yes, if, you, right. if you really follow or promoting yeah, it, if you really follow the money. I'm sure the owners of Walmart and Target are also sliding money to conservatives. But uh, you know, why, and why? Why do they have to take the rainbow? Like, I'm sure Lucky Charms got some issues with them trying to take the rainbow. So stop trying to take the rainbow and turning it into something bad because it's a rainbow. Yeah. It's well the rainbow was taken because of its positive like and all it represents all the all each color represents a different like genre of people, person. Like your walk of life. Yeah, and I support and, it being used in the positive way, but these people hate yes. on the rainbow. Stop hating on the rainbows. I know. Rainbows are fantastic. Now they're rainbows. like, you know, I'm waiting for them to start posting things about, like, we gotta take the sky down or something. Like, the next time it rains, we by gotta them. take the sky. Like, <laughs> it's a natural thing that occurs. Not, not the rainbows. <laughs> yeah, totally. Oh, and yeah, no. it's a natural thing that occurs. Just because it wasn't written in your book doesn't mean it's not a natural thing that occurs. And actually, if you look into mammals and other species, it's a natural thing that occurs. So why would we be any different just because we're human? Yeah. 100%. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that was my trip to Target. And I was just going to get cat food. And I left heated. <laughs> going to get cat food and end up heated. Yeah. What a day. I'm excited for Pride. On yeah. that on that note, I am excited for Pride. I am planning um, Haddon Township is where I grew up. And I'm really proud that they have a wonderful Pride Parade every year. It is Thursday, June 8th, I believe. And this year, and every year, there's been like a crazy huge turnout. Like last year, I think there was something... I don't even know. I don't want to say the number out loud because it was like, it like boggled my mind last year, like thousands of people. And I was just like, wow, like it has just gotten bigger and bigger and bigger each year. And when I last year was my first year going and it was so emotional for me 
that standing there and being in my hometown on Haddon Avenue and just watching all of the businesses and all of the participants and all of the support, not just in the parade, on the sidelines. And I I was just like, wow, like this town showed up. I love those uh, shirts that moms wear that say free mom hugs. Yes. 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 I yes, think everybody yes. deserves a mom. I just don't feel like I'm I look 100%. like a mom all the time. So I'm like I don't know if people would believe that I'm a mom if they just saw me out regularly. I would I would I would believe you were a mom and I would give you a hug. Oh, I'd give anybody a yes. hug, you know, if they needed one. I'll give free you a mom free hugs. Mom hug. Yeah. And I I'm excited for I'm excited for Pride. I'm also excited to go up to Rochester. Um, Chris and I are going to go back up. We have a lot of wonderful friends up in Rochester and Rochester does an amazing pride parade as well. Um, So we're excited for that. That's in July. Um, Also, I'm excited for our guest next week um, from Kind Cotton. And she has lots of um, just in in general, this like equality brand of um, inclusiveness, equity, equality. Um, she's all for. Um, she's a te- she's a teacher from Florida, and she's all about giving back to the students that don't have books. And for a while, she she was specifically doing like she'll do little giveaways if you buy you know, part of the pride collection, then it goes towards giving LGBTQ um, plus youth, you know, like these, these books that are like healthy and inclusive for them to be hearing and reading. Cause I can't imagine what it must be like in Florida or, or Texas right now for these, these kids growing up that it feels so scary for them. Um, and like literally afraid for there's travel advisories that right now as um, anyone in the LGBTQ um, even for, you know, people of color traveling in and out of Florida, it's just like, there are, there are serious warnings. And even my, my cousin is in Australia right now. She's studying abroad. And she said, she's like, there are people that are so terrified to come to America because they're convinced they're going to be shot. Mm. Um, and I was like, I don't blame them. I mean, I could only imagine what the news um, portrays, but I mean, yeah, I get it. It's, it's sad. Quick plug for that gay guy candle company. Uh, they're out of Michigan, small business up there. He makes, oh, yeah. they smell amazing. The candles are amazing, but he also has some really awesome labels that go onto it. Um, so I have right on my desk, I always keep it. It's um, one that says women belong in all the places where decisions are being made. Um, so I yes. like to live by, by that one. I've got that on, on my desk, but I've also picked up ones. Uh, the women just went crazy. Uh, he's got plenty. Um uh, denouncing uh, DeSantis and his attack on America. Um, so yes, he, I almost bought a "Don't Say DeSantis" shirt today. <laughs> he's got one. I was like, yes. that just says "F Ron DeSantis," but then there's "Don't DeSantis My America." 
Um, so lots of cool ones. He's got really nice, um, and the candles smell great. They last a really long time. Um, and and what company? It's the Gay Guy Candle Company. I second that. Very Lisa good. got me one, and it does smell good. It smells very. It's like a light freshness. Yeah, that Gay Guy Candle. The gays know. The gays know some candles. Let me tell you. They ain't effing around. His pride labels that are in color. All of his labels are normally black and white. And then also the color scheme of the candle is black and white. So like the jars white with a black lid. Oh yeah. And his Love. logo is, is black and white. And so um, he, all of the labels are typically black and white, but for pride, he makes a really colorful one for uh, the pride flag and things like that. And Lisa, can you take a picture of that so that I can post it? Of course. Um, I'll probably, okay. you know what, I'll just link you to his Instagram because it's perfect, it's fabulous. But, um, yeah, so pride and then don't forget Juneteenth is also in June. Yes. So I'm going to look for some books to read for that because, um, yes. I don't. And I actually, that's so, I'm glad you said that because I have a library trip planned with the kids. So we will be, um, feature, I will do a kids juneteenth library hall post um and i will post that to the garden state mama's page. i did grab a pride book last year during pride that i read to danny and it was about a family going to a pride pride parade um i will try and find the the name of that book and the the author of it because it, it happened to just be on display at the library when we went last year and i grabbed it it was a really cute book and i really enjoyed it um but Juneteenth is coming up. Um, my son's school is now going past Juneteenth. So originally we were supposed to be done the week before. Um, so I'm going to, I'm sure they're not going to talk about it in his school. Um, it's just probably was not part of their lesson plans when, you know, school was supposed to be out the week before. So I'm definitely also going to pick up some, some books for his age level, which is, you know, that six to eight yeah. range. But I'm also going to grab a book because I've, I've watched some documentaries on Netflix and things like that, but I, you know, the fact that I made it to almost 40 years old and had never heard of Juneteenth until it became a holiday yeah. is, is pretty sad. You know, that means it wasn't talked about when I was in school. Um, so we're going to change that, make sure it's at least talked about a little bit. Um, but yeah, that's about it. You guys got anything else? Um, we're doing a cookout for Juneteenth. Because oh, technically, nice. when you think about it, good. So I didn't hear about it in school, but I heard about it from my friend whose family celebrated it, and she said it was like the elders in her family always celebrated it. So they would each knit a piece of a blanket, and then their family would get together and like knit all the pieces together oh, into one, so cool. and then give it to one family. And then next year, everybody knits their own piece. They put it all together and they hand it out. So that was their family tradition. That's um, awesome. I love that. But when you think about it, it's like kind of ironic. Like we were taught to celebrate the 4th of July and all that, but really everybody was not free at that time. So then it's like, well, if we're going to eat and like celebrate and party for a time that actually is inaccurate, then we can do that for the day that like actually that makes everybody was t- somewhat free we could go into a whole long line of the inequalities but we're just working on this so juneteenth i think if we would like to introduce our kids that like maybe just like grill a hot dog too like that is the july that is the fourth of july are you having it up there that is the fourth of july are you having it up there at your place yeah 
that weekend? Yeah. Not sure which day yet. Got to make sure with like the scheduling and all that, but I won't be working. So, well, I'm inviting <laughs> myself to it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'll let you know. Okay. Just let me know. Um, all right, ladies. Well, that was a fun catch up episode. Again, part three takes us three episodes just to catch up. Um, again, we will be recording next week our uh, interview with Caitlin Johnstone um from kind cotton yes so that'll be our interview and that will come out june 8th yeah because we'll wait yeah well and already starting in june all right um so that yes that interview will be done on on uh this weekend coming up and it'll be launched on june 8th uh to those who are celebrating pride um in the next couple days um we we support you we're there with you um, and then we will chat next weekend. Wait, who would you marry? Which Disney person would you marry? Woody. Somebody leave the message. Do it on the poll. Message us something because, like, I, I'm oh, really yes. interested in why. Okay. Yeah, why we're would gonna you have the poll yes. up? But definitely, you can tag us at Garden State Mamas on Facebook or Instagram. Hey, attach it to a picture, like. Show us, yeah, show us who, who it is. Who you're so going to marry. Judge it. Um, <laughs> yes. Show us who you're going to marry. Or gif it. Gif yes. it. I love a good gif. I'm obsessed with gifts. <laughs> again, that's at Garden State Mamas. And then you can also send any questions so we can do another Q&A episode. Hopefully it doesn't take us three parts to get through it. Um, but oh we'll gosh. do an, a Q&A episode. You can email us at GardenStateMamas at gmail.com. Bye. Peace. Bye.